This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillahi na'hamaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudillalah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافة بشيرا ونذيرا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي في الله وفي الإسلام أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين اتقوا والذين هم محسنون my beloved brothers and sisters, I start by praising Allah Almighty and sending blessings and salutations upon our beloved Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to congregate here in this masjid and continue worshipping him and doing the wajibat and staying away from sins and muharramat. I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for blessing us as we are in these blessed days, the days of tashriq, days of eating and drinking and the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is on that note of remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I would like to remind myself and all of you a great narration that was narrated from our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One day, our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke to his companions. <coughs> and he said to them, Man minni kalimat. Who amongst you will take these statements and words from me? And will act upon these statements or teach it to someone that will act upon these statements. The Prophet is saying, I'm about to share with you these statements. Which one among you will number one, act upon them? And two, teach it to others so that they can also act upon them. It was the great companion Abu Huraira, radiallahu an, that said, I will, O Messenger of Allah, ana ya Rasulullah. The Prophet wasallam then grabbed him by the hand and enumerated and counted five points. And these are the five points that I want to share with you today. And let us all be amongst those that the Prophet requested. When you hear these statements, not only do you act upon it, but you spread it to others and teach it to them as well. Profound and beneficial statements by our beloved sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, Guard yourself against sin and prohibitions. Protect yourself from sinning and from falling into muharramat and prohibitions. And if you do so, takun nas, you will be amongst the most worshippers, the most uh, among the best worshippers. In other words, 
all of us in this life and in this dunya are striving to become the best servant to Allah as you can be. You want to be the best worshiper. The Prophet is telling us, do you want to be the one that worships Allah the most? Stay away from sin. Stay away from prohibitions. That is what we need to focus on. It is all fine and dandy and great that we are praying taraweeh and we are praying nawafil and we are learning uh, Islamic sciences and we are doing giving sadaqah. Those are acts of worship that we should do. But more importantly is that you stay away from sin. That you guard yourself from sin. Guard your eyes from sin. Guard your tongue from sin. Guard your body from sin. Do not harm or oppress others. Do not fall into prohibitions. That is what detracts from you being a good servant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's extremely important that you ask yourself, what are the sins that I am engaged in? The ones that I do often. And you need to work on that so that you can be among the best worshippers. A great man from the Salaf said, it is not the, 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 the best worshippers are not those that remember Allah through dhikr. You know, we are now in the ayam of Tashriq and it is, it is recommended for us to read the tahleel, La ilaha illallah and the takbir, Allahu Akbar. He said, that dhikr that you do, which we should do, and it's among the greatest acts of worship, he said, that type of remembrance is good. But a better type of remembrance is when you remember Allah as you're about to engage in a sin and stop yourself. So you have one person who's doing his dhikr, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wa allahu akbar. Please, fillah, become among those that commit a lot of dhikr and do a lot of dhikr. May Allah make us among al-dhakirin, Allah kathirun wa dhakirat. But he said, it is even better for you that you become the person that actually remembers Allah when you're about to engage in sin. Some brothers started chatting and talking about someone that isn't, isn't present, absent. Oh sisters, you're in a gathering and all of a sudden, ghiba, backbiting starts. And it's a nice story and you want to add your two cents. But then you remember Allah. That is the type of remembrance and stopping for prohibition that we need to start applying in our lives. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this regard. It is our sins that are weighing us down. It is our sins that will lead to our destruction in dunya and akhirah. It is our sins that we need to get rid of. And you will not be able to get rid of all of them. Which is why live your life as a person that repents often. But just because the door of repentance is open doesn't mean sin as much as you want. Stop yourself from sinning. Ittaqil maharim. Guard yourself against prohibitions. And you will be among the best of worshippers. That's the first thing the Prophet ﷺ said. Then he said, And be satisfied with whatever Allah has given you in this world, and you will be among the richest of people. Now, richness, when the Prophet talks about it, is not talking about having a lot of cars, having millions and millions of pounds and dollars having gold and silver and great mansions. This is not the richness that we as Muslims strive for or believe in. There's nothing wrong with that, of course, if Allah blessed you with wealth, khair. But the Prophet is saying true richness is that you are pleased with what Allah has given you. It doesn't matter. And this is something that we are losing as Muslims. It shouldn't matter 
whether you go to a nine to five or you have a Fortune 500 business or you are have whatever job you have and whatever station you are in life, it doesn't matter to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. What matters? What kind of servant are you? What kind of Muslim are you? What do you do with that which Allah has given you? And also, are you pleased with what Allah has given you? Nowadays, because of social media, because of certain individuals that are really creating this culture of you need to earn that back, you need to earn that money, you need to chase the millions. You're not a good person if you don't have all this money. Look at me. I have mansions. Look at me. I have millions. Look at me. I have these cars. And what is the Prophet saying to Abu Hurairah? Be pleased with what Allah has given you. I am not telling you guys, nor is the Prophet telling us that we shouldn't try and earn. There were many companions that had a lot of money, but it didn't get to their heart. It didn't get to their heads. It didn't matter. If it really matters to be so rich, why was Prophet Muhammad wasallam not rich? If it really matters to be so wealthy, why was Prophet Isa not rich? It doesn't matter. And we as Muslims have put too much importance on this issue. Too much importance doesn't mean no importance. But nonetheless, look at the Prophet's statement. Be pleased with what Allah has given you. Pleased. Meaning what? Even as you go in the dunya and you're earning more and more and you may get a promotion or your business might work out or might not work out. No matter what happens, whether you are getting richer or poorer or stagnant, whatever happens, be pleased. Be what? Pleased. And once you have that satisfaction, you will be among the richest of people. And that's what you want. Like the Prophet said in another hadith, true richness and wealth is the richness of the heart. Whether you're eating just bread and water, or you're at a very nice and lavish restaurant, in the end of the day, alhamdulillah, all um, uh, praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That was the Prophet's second advice. The first one, stay away from prohibitions. The second one, be pleased with what Allah has given you. Then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَأَحْسِنْ إِلَىٰ جَارِكْ تَكُنْ مُؤْمِنًا And be kind to your neighbor, you will be a believer. Be kind to your neighbor and you will be a believer. The amount of focus our religion has put on our neighbors. It's amazing, my brothers and sisters. Angel Jibreel came down to the Prophet ﷺ, reminding of the neighbor, the neighbor, the neighbor. Until the Prophet said, I thought that the neighbor would share in the inheritance of the person. The Prophet said one time, Wallahi la yu'min, Wallahi la yu'min, Wallahi la yu'min, man la ya'man jarahu bawa'iqah. Truly he has not believed, I swear by Allah, he has not believed the one whose neighbor is not safe from his troubles. So, take your neighbors seriously. At the very least, ensure you never harm them. Those among you that live in flats, those among you that have children, be considerate, extra considerate. It is an act of worship. Those among you that park in an inconsiderate way, harming your neighbors. Or leave the trash overflowing and your, your neighbors don't like that. Or any number of things. Or you're too loud and your neighbors complain about that. Fear Allah. The Prophet was once, once told us about a woman. He was asked about a woman. A worshipping woman. Prays and makes qiyam and has a lot of ibadah. But she had one problem. She would speak badly against her neighbors. The Prophet said she's going to the fire. She's going to the fire. 
And then he was asked about a woman who doesn't do as much ibadah, but was kind to her neighbors. He says, that will result in her forgiveness. The issue of the neighbors, let's take that seriously. Take that home with you. Teach this to your children, to your wives, to your husbands. Be good to your neighbor and you will be a believer. May Allah make us among the true believers. Then the Prophet said, and love for the people what you love for yourself and you will be a Muslim. Love for the people what you love for yourself and you will be a true submitter, a Muslim. Now again, this is a statement that we hear often. But have we internalized it? Genuinely loving for others good and acting upon that principle that you want guidance for others so you strive towards it. You want others to be having khair in their lives. And so the advice that you give people, the way you speak to them, the dua that you make for them, how you help them, all of it will change once you adopt this mentality. And you know what that gets rid of completely? An illness that is within the ummah, and that is envy and jealousy. What gets rid of envy and jealousy? When you love for the people what you love for yourself. So when you hear that someone got married, or someone's business is working out, or someone, mashallah, is regularly coming to the masjid, or someone starts practicing, or this or that, you're like, alhamdulillah, more khair in the ummah. And you strive towards that. That's what makes you a true Muslim. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين. I'll quickly recap the statements of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. The first one was اتق المحارم تكون أعبد الناس. Stay away from prohibitions and you will be the best worshiper. So what's stopping you from being a good worshiper is your sins. Two, the Prophet ﷺ said, be pleased with that which Allah has given you and you will be the richest among the people. Three, the Prophet ﷺ said, be kind to your neighbors and you will be a true believer. Four, the Prophet ﷺ said, love for the people what you love for yourself and you will be a true Muslim. In fact, the Prophet said in another narration, One of you has not truly believed until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself. So be that kind of person, my brothers and sisters. That you love for others what you love for yourself. And let that truly manifest in your life. And finally, the Prophet's fifth advice was, And do not engage in a lot of laughter. For indeed, increased laughter kills the heart. The Prophet ﷺ is reminding us that someone that is constantly laughing about and not taking life seriously, this has an adverse effect against your heart. This is not a statement that's telling you you cannot be happy, you cannot be joyful, you cannot laugh even. Look at the statement of your Prophet ﷺ. Increased amount of laughter. Where your whole life is a joke and then another joke and you're not taking life seriously. This is not the way of the believer. And why can, how can we be someone that doesn't take life seriously, that is always laughing about, always joking, and not be, when we have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's account waiting for us, Allah will hold us accountable. We have death waiting for us. We have the grave waiting for us. We have to ensure that we don't have uh, sins when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and have as many goodies as possible. We have responsibilities for our families. We have responsibilities for... So, do not be that person. 
that is carefree. The believer is not carefree. We are burdened. We are burdened with a great trust and amana to be worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and live our lives not according to our whims and desires, but live them according to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those that benefit from these statements and that are among those that whom the Prophet said about who will take these statements and act upon them and teach them to others so that they can also act upon them. صلوا على نبيكم كما أمركم الله تعالى حيث قال إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد ورضي اللهم عن خلفاء الأربعة بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن سائر الصحابة والتابعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين اللهم لا تفرق جمعنا هذا إلا بذنب مغفور وسعهم مشكور وعمل المتقبل المبرور اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكاره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم اجعل خير عمرنا أواخره وخير عملنا خواتمه وخير أيامنا يوم نلقاك فيه اللهم اجعل خير أيامنا يوم نلقاك فيه ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة this recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.